Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 467, recorded live on Saturday, June 25th, 2016. Right, random topic, rolled ahead of time. If you were required to have an animal's tail, what type of tail would you want? Hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I immediately jumped to like two different styles. Uh, one of which would be the prehensile, so we're talking, so we're like a like a chimpanzee tail, or like a lemur monkey, like a lemur, yeah, yeah, you know, something that like I can control it to the point of where I could curl it and use it, or something big and fluffy like a fox tail. Uh, if I had a, if I had to have an animal's tail, well, yep. first off, that would make pants a lot more difficult. Yes, that is true, and using the restroom. Yes, and sitting in some chairs. Yeah. Like the current chair that I have would not be comfortable if I had a tail. Well, I mean, the tail's the extension of your spine, right? Yes. So I, I don't know about you, but my, my ass is well below the end of my spine. So the tail wouldn't be like sticking into the chair. You wouldn't sit all the way back, but you'd sit just a little forward and you could like curl the tail around. Yes. Okay. I can see that. Yes. Pants would still be an issue. Yes. Pants would be an issue. Well, a peacock's tail is completely out. <laughs> okay, is, is that really a tail? It's just like rear plumage. I don't. Is I don't, I don't think of birds as having tails. Um. So what would I? Would you? So it, I mean, it kind of comes down to what would you want it for? Do you want it for looks? Do you want it to help you swim? Do you want it to uh, just stay out of the way? Uh, Do you want it to be a pillow that you can sleep on? No. Do you want it to be a pillow someone else can sleep on? No. You are really having trouble with this, aren't you? I I don't know. It's um uh I I who has a what animal has like a really small tail? A mouse? Maybe. Uh, it's still pretty big relative to their size. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work. Um, like, cow tails are, are smallish and thin. Are you just, you want a tail that you can hide? Maybe. I, d- I don't know. Um, I feel like the, the, the monkey tail would probably be the best, where it's, you know, the ability to be used. You grab things, hold them. Yes. Elephants. Elephants have small tails. That is true, yes. I don't even know what the point of an elephant's tail is. What's the, the point of most tails? <laughs> Like it's just vestigial. It's just still there. Yeah. No. I'm. I probably. Yeah. Would go with a with a with a monkey's tail. Yeah. That'd probably okay. be what I'm going to go for. You're going to go the the prehensile. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to hold things. All right. This this seems to make you like really uncomfortable, Andy. Well, it's it's weird. Humans with tails. It just doesn't seem right. But you know, there'd be like a whole like fashion industry. You know, with the tails. If every human had tails, it'd be like oh. Well, it depends on what kind of tail people have. True. Right? Does everyone have the same kind of tail? I don't know. Be like a whole like uh, plastic surgery industry for tails? Or, you know, tail extensions? He, he, he's got a big tail sort of thing. Yeah. Like a horse tail, which is all just hair. You'd have to get it like braided. Be weird. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, then, I'm kind of surprised that the, the ponytail never came up. Well, I'd what would the what would, I'd That's have to get joke, it like Andy. trimmed. 
it's a joke. Ponytail because it's just growing your hair out. Oh, if you had to have what, a tail of some kind, what would you get? Ponytail. Ha ha ha. I did. Wow. I feel like I I completely missed the bus on that one. Yep. All right. Oh, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. This is episode four six eight, recorded live on Sunday, July tenth, twenty sixteen. So, uh, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What is your favorite line from a film? I think I have to go with "What's your vector, Victor?" and that the rest of that phrase. Oh, is it, what's your vector, Victor? What's the over under or shoot? Roger, Roger. We have Clarence, Clarence, Roger, Roger. That's a pretty good quote. For me, it has to be Princess Bride. Why do you keep saying that word? I do not think it means what you think it means. Both because in the movie, it's hilarious and it's so appropriate in day-to-day life. So I'm looking at the American Film Institute top 100 quotes of all time. I'm not sure I like any of the ones here that are on the top 10. You don't like May the Force Be With You? Uh, It's funny. I find myself from time to time saying things like, here's looking at you, kid. Or frankly, dear, I don't give a damn. And I've never seen those movies. What? I'm trying to think of the lines that I've used recently from movies. I didn't know I could have been a contender was from On the Waterfront. Oh, yeah. Marlon Brando. I could have been a contender. Oh, airplanes there on number 79. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. Yeah, it's what made me recall back to the Vector Victor conversation. There's a Houston We Have a Problem. That's used all the time. Oh, there's one that I've used actually recently. Of all the gin joints in all the towns and all the world, she walks into mine. I've actually used that a couple of times over the past couple of weeks. <laughs> wow. I just started to shorten it of just, of all the gin joints in all the world. So I think that answers the question. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to have to go with the line I've actually used recently. I'm looking at the list of 100. Wizard of Oz is in there like three or four times. So is Star Wars. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to go with that one. So, uh, yes, I feel like this is now another successful podcast. Bri Beth, thank you for uh, covering for Dave. Our pleasure. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you for having us. Hopefully Dave will feel better for next week. I hope so. All right. Well, I guess uh, that's a wrap then. This is episode 469, recorded live on Saturday, July 16, 2016. All right. So, random topic, as we are literally racing my battery. <laughs> this is do, fun. Do you have a power cord in the other room? It's all the way upstairs, but we okay. just have the random topic. We'll go, left. go, 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 go. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. This is kind of poetic because the random topic is why should your co host live in a houseboat? Made from Legos. So we need to metaphorically build a houseboat. Out of Legos. Out of Legos. Does Lego seal water tight? I don't know. Could you could you probably build it out of Legos and then kind of put like a wax? Oh, probably. Almost certainly, yeah. Coating like over it? Like you could put a, a, a sealant around it? Yeah. Okay. So why do you need to be in a houseboat made out of Lego? I yeah. mean, you love Legos. Yes. I feel like the advantage of doing it out of, out of Lego is that you could rearrange it. But I have a feeling... Like if you put it in dry dock, you could actually like take it apart and build it back up how you want it. Yes, but, okay, so I see this random topic, and I honestly think of the James May Toy Story. James May did, you know, little shows about toys, and one of the shows he did is he literally built a house out of Legos, like a full-size house out of Legos. Are you looking up the YouTube video for it right now? Yes, I am. Wow, that's a big house. Yes. That's made out of Legos. Yep. Okay. Does it... Oh, there's a Lego kitten inside. Yep. 3.3 million Lego bricks. And it could support people. Yep. Was the floor made out of Lego? It doesn't look like it. Well, 
he was trying to he had because it was an actual house he had yeah. to get you know the, the approval for it so they required it to have a wooden substructure but he said I want it built so it's not actually the wooden substructure is not actually part of the house okay so it's only there in case something happens and you know if the floor collapses or something there's still a wooden floor underneath that will catch him but he actually built it so it could still be like I, I have pictures of the demolition yeah after he built it he was trying to get you know somebody to buy it and people wanted to move it to Legoland because it should go to Legoland yeah okay but you're not answering an answer of why should you why should you because it's why should your co-host yeah you love Legos yes and it would be a modular boathouse yes that you could build however you want it I don't want to live in a houseboat I didn't ask you that too bad <laughs> too bad you're gonna live in it and you're gonna like it I, I don't know I I I, I, I it's a weird question I know it is a weird question it's one that's like well you have to live in a houseboat I don't want to live in a houseboat it has to be made of Legos I don't want it to be made of Legos I like my house. I like your house. I need one of these. Have to be made of Legos or a boat. <laughs> or a boat. That's just it's not it's not a requirement. No, I'm okay without okay. your co-host. I don't want you to live in a houseboat made from Legos. Come visit. Why? That's the that's the houseboats. Houseboats are fun. I know. I've seen that. I've and seen you can many. go places. Like you can actually take your house someplace. Like I don't like the north right now. I'd like to go visit the south. So then I would have to take it somehow. If, if I was in Kalamazoo, I would have to put it on. A truck and drive it down somewhere. Why? Because there's no actual like access. Like you, you'd have to drive it to Lake Michigan, yes, and I, then take it through the lakes. Oh my God, that would take forever. But you're home the whole time. No, because my well, yes, part of the time, yes, I would be home. But the other times, it would be on the back of a truck somewhere. You'd be taking it. It would be a never mind. It, it is not appealing to me in no way, shape, or form. A house made out of Legos also not appealing. I've seen the episode. I've seen <laughs> no one. Is, no one bought the house. No one bought the house. Yep. There was a full size house made of Legos, and nobody wanted it. Yep. That's just that's it. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. This is episode 470, recorded live on Saturday, July 23rd, 2016. Yay! So, random topic? Sure. Rolled ahead of time. What crimes do you support the use of the death penalty? Holy shit, deep political topics. Yeah, that this this was uh yeah, this was an interesting one. What crimes do you support the use of the death penalty? Kate responded with what is wrong with Hans? <laughs> Did you text her with, like, here's what the, the topic is, or what? No, she's currently in the other room right now. Oh, they made it back. Okay. Yes, they made it back. Um, hmm. What crimes, for what crimes do you support the death penalty? Oh, man, that's that's really hard to answer. Um, well, we recently killed a bunch of chipmunks that were digging near our foundation. Okay, but that's not human. No. I, I think ethically I am okay with distinguishing human versus non-human. Okay. Death penalty for a crime. Yeah, I, I can't really think of anything. I'm not really a big pro-death penalty person. I'm definitely not a pro-death penalty. But are there crimes for which the death penalty is an appropriate response. Littering, no. Um, Littering, no. Yeah. I, I honestly just, my personal opinion is I don't, you know, I don't think of anything. I certainly, like, want it in some cases. I'm like, that person should die. But at the same time, I don't think that a, a government should be the thing that kills them. Yeah, governments are fickle things. Yeah, I, I might have to say none in that I, I would be completely pro the abolishment of the death penalty. 
Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Man, this show has been all over the place today. Yes, yes it has. Well, okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't, nope, sorry, not going to. I, yeah. I don't really, I don't, I, there are crimes, but what they are, I don't know. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Okay. I would not be the one to, you know, if somebody gave me, you know, a, um, gave me like the requirement to hand out judgments on people. And you know, give roll out the punishment for them. I I would be bad at it. I would I would yeah, not be good. Yep. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it then. Yep. That's uh, that's a wrap. This is episode four seven one recorded live on Sunday, July thirty first, twenty sixteen. Topic. Random topic rolled ahead of time. If you could live in any sitcom, which one would it be? Mm. And just so you know, specifically said sitcom, so you have to pick a situational comedy. List of sitcoms. Fresh Prince considered a sitcom? That is correct. That one sounds pretty darn good. Um, do I mean, do I get knowledge of said sitcom? Do I know, like, that I'm in a TV show? I don't know. That's It just said, if you had to live, if, or if you wanted to. Oh, God, yeah, I mean, so, sorry. I if, dream of if Genie? If you could live in any sitcom, which one would it be? I Dream of Genie could be kind of fun. Bewitched could be fun. Happy Days would be really nice, because it's Milwaukee. And it's relaxed, and crap, there's no internet. Maybe not happy days. Um, do you have anything good? I would say you could hang out with the Big Bang Theory guys. God, maybe. no. No? No. Hell no. No? Hell no. How do you really feel about it? I don't like the characters, I don't like the stories, and I don't like nerdsploitation. Okay, All so- of the characters have gone through a massive flanderization, and if you're not familiar with it, go look it up on TV Tropes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. No, I'm at, at this point, I'm long done with Big Bang Theory. I guess the Jetsons is technically a uh, situational comedy. Third Rock from the Sun was pretty funny. It was, but would you want to live in that world? I don't know. This question is still very weird, right? Because it's, are you part of the situational comedy, or do you just exist in that world somewhere, and the comedy happens around you? Like, if I jumped into the Roseanne show, does that mean that I'm part Part of that family and that group or just I live in that universe which is the real universe which is kind of funny because there were what Pleasantville was sort of like that right right like there's just tons of movies and stories about that yeah I wonder if there's how old that that theme is, that trope is getting sucked into the show or the story. I don't know. That'd be interesting to find out. I bet you TV Tropes has it. Let's see if we can find this. Uh, deliberately trope for trapped in TV land is the name of the trope. Um, do we have earliest examples? There's a, another trope called a portal book, which kind of brings forth the same thing. Yeah, that sounds about similar. Um, yeah, not sure. I have to dig into that. I'm just trying to think of the last situational comedy that I actually watched, and it might have been The Golden Girls. Ugh, I don't know about that. Literature. Uh, nope. 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 Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, if, if I get, like, knowledge of world and ability to influence world, Bewitched and I Dream of Genie both sound pretty fun. I think the Jetsons, though, if we count the Jetsons as a situational comedy, I feel like that would be... Jetsons, yeah, if, if I don't, if I'm just existing in that world, probably the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, every convenience of the future that we've ever wanted, there it is. Yep. No, I'm, I'm going to have to go, yeah, the Jetsons, that's going to be... 
That's what I'm going for. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that was like, I'm going down the list of situational comedies and I just hit the J and I'm like, oh, it's on the list. Yep. It's on yeah, the it's list. A, it's on the list according to Wikipedia. It must be true. All right. Now that that's taken care of, I guess that's a wrap. This is episode 472 recorded live on Saturday, August 6th, 2016. So, random so, topic. Okay. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Let's do this. Speaking of China, the random topic question is, does your podcast make it through the Great Firewall of China? And the answer is yes. Yes, it does. uh, Okay. How do you know that? Well, I... uh, I've never really considered whether or not our podcast is available in China. There's a couple of websites who basically do the same thing. Um, There's one that's greatfirewallofchina.org. Test any website and see in real time if it's censored in China. So I grabbed ripodcast.net. Dropped it in. Dropped it in and hit test. Okay. No surprise. It's good because they have multiple servers across China. Um, There's another one. Website pulse.com has another great firewall of China test. This one um, actually uh, measures time against a non-Chinese location as well. Mm-hmm. So you can see not only you know if it's getting banned, but if also you know it's slow. got a s- slowdown on it. Okay. So yes, no. As soon as I saw this random topic, I'm like, hmm, that's an interesting question. I wonder if we are banned in China. We are not banned in China. No. <laughs> Probably mostly because of obscurity rather than like safety in topics. Security through obscurity. Yeah. It's more that, like, we don't have anything on the website that says, screw China and rise up against the communists. And they're like, we don't care about your website. Almost certainly not processing through the audio and making a transcript of it. True. If they were, I'd just ask for the transcript. Like, hey, I know you're blocking our site, but uh, if you're already going through the work of transcribing it, can we have that? (laughs) We'll give you an ad. Transcript provided by the state security of China. (laughs) So yeah, no, we um, we are not blocked behind the Great Firewall of China. And in case you all want to test any other websites, greatfirewallofchina.org. Yeah, if that one doesn't work, there's a couple other ones as well. Yep, just go search. Are, yeah, just search Great Firewall of China test. Or available in China is what yep. I searched to find it. Okay, well, I haven't heard about the uh, click here to continue recording. Are we still... Yes, sorry, it, it was going off every 15 minutes. Okay. But we're still alive. Yes. Sweet. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. This is episode 473, recorded live on Saturday, August 14th, 2016. Okay, random topic. Yes. Is Michigan more like Canada or more like Texas? Which I'm sitting there thinking northern Michigan. There's a lot of areas that are very Canadian, especially, you know, like Sault Ste. Marie, which is basically Canada. The UP is basically Canada. Well, Canada's population is 35 million. Texas is 200 and... No, uh, Texas is 27 million. Michigan is 10 million. So in that way... It is much more like Texas. Which, you know, we are a very farming-based agriculture, which is a lot like Texas. A lot like Texas. Uh, Michigan's square footage is uh, almost uh, 100,000 square miles. Texas is 270,000 square miles. Canada is 
3.8 million square miles. So again, closer to Texas. I'd say the average climate of Michigan is probably closer to the average climate of Texas than the average climate of Canada. Really? Given how much of Canada is within the Arctic Circle? Oh, yes. 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 No, but... Not Ontario. Canada. Well, I'm just... I picture Canada mostly where the population is, which I think some but crazy fact was like 90% of the population lived within like... 50 miles of the U.S. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But that's that's not the question. No, it's just, is Michigan more like Canada or more like Texas? I... Michigan itself, I'd say, is far more like Texas. Now, the people in Michigan, the Michiganders, or Michiganians, whichever they prefer. Michiganders. That's, yeah, that's what I usually go with, but I, I have heard people prefer to be called Michiganians. Those people need to not be in Michigan. Okay. Uh, they are probably more like Canada than like Texas. Granted, no joke, I was driving back from our station up in Holland, passing through farming communities, <laughs> and I saw a pickup truck, you know, with oversized wheels and, you know, the big smokestacks instead of a tailpipe, and it had, you know, two Confederate flags hanging off the back. Oh, there there definitely is that. So there, there is, there is some Texas up here. That's, there is, well, I don't that's know if that's Texas or like Kentucky and South Carolina. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no. Well, you got to think of Texas also. You have, you know, the, the the Houston, Dallas area, which is very democratic. And then you have the rest of Texas. You mean the, the Austin area? Oh, you're right. Austin, Austin, Dallas, and Houston is the triangle there. Yeah. And then beyond that triangle is the rest of Texas, which is kind of, you know, similar to Michigan. So I, the more I speak this in my head, when I first heard this question, I'm like, well, of course, Canada. But now the more that I speak it, it's Texas, which is surprising to me. Yep. We are definitely more like Texas. Yeah, no, I might have to agree with that one. Well, that was a surprising answer. Yep. As a state. Now, just just to be clear, it's the state of Michigan is more like the state of Texas. The people in Michigan are more like Canada. I want to make that clear. Well, I'd say east side. East side of Michigan is more like Canada. West side is, West more, side like is Texas. more like Texas. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, no, I feel like that's the answer right there. Well... <sighs> On that note, I got a movie to go see. Okay, so enjoy your movie. That's a wrap. This is episode 475, recorded live on Saturday, August 27th, 2016. So, random topic. Yeah. I rolled ahead of time. It yeah. is unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. How unexpected is unexpected? Is it unexpected of like... If I gave it thought, I wouldn't have recognized this, or just I didn't think about it, and therefore this was a bonus. I, I don't know. It just says, literally, there are just four words on this random topic. Unexpected. Someone to cook for me when I am sick. Yes, that is nice. It's one of the things where if I'm sick and I'm down. There is someone here to take care of me. Yes. Uh, I also one, have talked about this in the past. I do not work well. I didn't work well when I was by myself. Yeah. It was sad, and Kate will agree to that 100%. Like, yes. I, I didn't have a consistent sleeping schedule. Correct. Didn't eat consistently. There's a lot also of things correct. I did not do. Yes. Now I'm much better. This is all correct. Yeah. So there was a lot of basically getting my body trained to be a normal person. Okay. was unexpected from cohabitation. So being an adult. Yes. Cohabitating has promoted Andy's adulthood. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think the big one is, is like someone there to to help out. 
uh, means that a lot of my bad habits, there's something to counter them. Um, there's someone say, here to get the door when I'm at work. Um, I don't know if this is a benefit or not, but uh, we're kind of enable each other a bit. You enable? Yeah, it's just, well, it's one of those things where it's like, Kate's sitting there going like, kind of hungry right now, and I'm like, well, what about those ice cream sandwiches in the freezer? Oh, yeah, ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Oh, God, ice cream sandwiches. Damn it, Andy. I'm sorry. You see, it's one of those things where she's like, oh, yeah, no, that would be good right now. And so yeah, it was my suggestion for it. God damn. Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Warmth. Uh, Someone who I can bounce stuff off of quite often. Mm-hmm. Kate many times has been the answer to my would it be weird if questions. Yeah, you do that long enough, and the answer is going to start changing. Yeah, she normally realizes most of, are different. most of the time when I ask, would it be weird if, she's like, it's normally not weird. I'm like, okay. You asking makes it weird. Would it be weird? Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Um, yeah, it's nice, you know, if I'm running late or something, Kate can start working on dinner. Mm-hmm. That's always good. But yeah, no, I feel like it's more of just the being an adult. It's... <laughs> Taking cues from her, you know, doing the dishes or something that I should probably try and clean something up. Or I, 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 I just have a feeling that it was, I'm more adult now, especially when Kate was gone for four days on her own. I actually, you know, kept a normal schedule and I did some cleaning up of the apartment at the time. That was also good. So yeah, no, I'm going to say it was it was being an adult. That's the unexpected benefit is, you know, I'm a better adult now be than adult. I was before. Okay, I'll go with that. Sure. That that sounds pretty appropriate. All right. Uh, always someone to play a game with. Like there's there's people around, right? You're not. I guess it's not unexpected that you're not alone when you are cohabitating <laughs> with someone. Next week on RA podcast, unexpected drawbacks of cohabitation. <laughs> Once Kate listens to this random topic and then tells me I'm wrong, <laughs> and tells me why I'm wrong, then I'll let you know. Okay. Well, beyond that, I guess. Uh, that's a wrap. This is episode 476, recorded live on September 2nd, 2016. Oh. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Somewhere my sticky note with the random topic is... Oh, there we go. Nope, nope, stop that. Random topic. Which brand of crayons taste better? Yes, I know. I went through all of that to get to a random topic of which brand of crayons taste better. Which, um, brands? Are there multiple brands? Are there multiple brands of crayons? Brands? Yes, yes there are. The uh, two Crayola. I think I know what we need to send No, no, you can... <laughs> Actually, I know for a fact, because Laura has a bunch of... There's Rose Art, there's Crayola, there's Color something. Uh, I don't remember what they're called. But I know there are multiple Crayon brands. brands. Oh my god, why? Because you asked... Art crayon, crazy crayons. You are looking at the exact, you're looking at reference.com <laughs> slash family slash different dash brands dash crayons dash 9A9F43D432322FE4. I'm actually now looking at the Wikipedia. Don't you dare read that list to me. It's on my screen right here. I'm actually not there anymore. I'm at the Wikipedia article for crayon. Okay. Which lists a bunch of American crayon companies. <laughs> The first one being Crayola. Yes. Okay. Um, I never ate crayons. No, they they don't taste good. I had 
So you did. You did eat a crayon. See, I never ate crayons. I would. It, I. I. I'm uh, usually much more tactile than than taste. So I would take crayons and I would start ripping the paper off of them. Yes. And that's all I would do. So I would, every crayon, I just rip the paper off of the crayon. So you didn't know what color was purple and what color was I, it royal purple? There's a purple. Yeah. And there's a darker purple. Okay. Do you need the names? Yeah, it depends. No. If you have the big Why box ever, of... Did you have, like, a color-by-color color book? Like, the coloring books that you had. Did they have spots like, color this one, purple. Color this one, royal purple. No. no they were just empty. You colored them how you wanted to color. True. What the hell did it matter what the name of the crayon was? I don't know. It's... It's not like you're ordering replacements of certain colors. That is true. Yeah, no, because... Normally, you would just... Now you could. Now, yeah, now you can. With the pen tone exact color match. Or the hexadecimal number as well, yeah. It never mattered what color the crayon was. It's the color the crayon is. But I never ate a crayon, so I do not know how they taste. Unfortunately, I cannot answer this question. You know what I feel like is a better question? Remember those uh, markers that had smells... Yes. I feel like that one would be better. It's like... For tasting? No. But it's disgusting. Yes. No, I wouldn't taste it. But I just like that where you, you, you're just drawing the thing and just, you know... Yes, I know. I was sniffing markers. No, I, I always just sniff directly from the marker. <laughs> when you put it on the paper, it doesn't smell like it anymore. It smells like paper. <laughs> so you take the can off and you huff the marker. <laughs> Turns out I've been huffing incorrectly in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. This is episode 477, recorded live on Sunday, September 11th, 2016. Random topic, sir. <laughs> You're trying to get away from that one. I am so, I'm, I'm running as fast as I can. Well, you're running towards a random topic, which I rolled ahead of time, and we've got tinfoil hats on cats. That's right. The that's random it. topic is tinfoil hats on for cats. cats. Well, f- sorry, four cats. Sorry. Four cats. Tinfoil hats for cats. Which is this me, a business venture? I don't know. Is this a thing? Is this like a thing on the internet? It's like because they had that whole cat and cucumber thing, right? That cats are definitely afraid of cucumbers? Yes. They which think is it's hilarious. Is that what it is? I do believe that's what it is. I think the okay. cats think it's a snake. Because it's, it's adorable and probably really not good for the cat. Tinfoil hats cats. Let's see what this gets us. I see a lot of pictures of cats wearing tinfoil hats. Yes. They are adorable. (laughs) I searched (laughs) there's pictures of George W. Bush. Pictures of Weird Al. Oh yeah. Well, because he did the foil song. He did the foil song, yeah. Yeah. There's a picture of a tinfoil thong which just looks painful. Yeah. Which is funny because people have all these things on here, but it's not actually tin. It's all aluminum now. Yeah, well, because no one sells tinfoil anymore. No, it's all For what it's worth, aluminum would work just as well. Yes. I mean, if you're serious about this, it should be a lead foil hat. If you're really serious about this, yes. Okay, so tinfoil hats for cats. I, I, I... I, I, I have a feeling like the structural integrity of this hat would not be good enough to actually, you know, do anything with it. Maybe maybe you're trying to design hats. Maybe you're kind of doing like a like a Pinterest plan or... or a... I think it's, it's similar to the monkeys in a tuxedo, Andy. It's just there because... It's a picture of a bunny in a tinfoil hat. That is not a cat in a no. tinfoil hat. That is a... Why are there so... There's literally a Shutterstock picture of a cat wearing a tinfoil hat. Of course there is. <laughs> 
Somebody went and took a picture of their cat with a tinfoil hat. And sold it to Shutterstock. And sold it to Shutterstock, or, yes. Oh, so you don't sell it to Shutterstock. You put it on Shutterstock and they sell it and you get a cut. This is, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. Why would you do that to your cat? I mean, I put hats on my dog. Let's be clear and honest, full disclosure, I do put hats on my dog. Are these like dog-sized hats, or you just put a human hat on your I dog? Put a human hat. My dog has a big head, so I put human hats on him, and they fit. <laughs> sometimes. What, what, what does he think of these human hats? He sometimes tolerates them. Other times, he's like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Get this off of me. I can't imagine what would happen if I tried it with tin foil. I, I don't think he would be very appreciative of the aluminum foil on his head. Probably not. Oh, there's a horrible one. It's a picture of like a like a wiener dog completely encased in tin foil. Oh, your poor puppy. How would you do that? You gotta be careful. You might overheat. Yeah. I, what, but I, I don't. You don't what? What don't you? Like, I, I you don't, don't know. even? I don't, I don't even. I, I don't know. You don't even? Do you, do you, so you went from being a crotchety old man to a 14-year-old girl? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is, oh, this, I, I... I don't know what else to say. Like, animals in hats are often very cute. Yes. But cats and tinfoil, like, it just, I feel bad for the cat. No, I do, and I feel like this is a waste of tinfoil. It's like, somebody actually, you know... <laughs> I worked in a plant, an aluminum plant. This one yep. specifically didn't make aluminum foil, but the company did. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay... It's a whole massive process of, you know, the refining the aluminum and then pressing it out and rolling it up and distributing it out to the providers and it goes to the grocery store, somebody picks it up and this whole chain of events. Just to get it into a crumpled mess on a cat's head. Yes. And I like processing aluminum is not easy. No. It's it's a lot easier now than it used to be. Well now we know the science of it. Yes. We didn't used to. No. Tin foil hats. Four cats. Four cats. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. That's what my my head the entire time. Every time I said tinfoil hats for cats, I'm thinking that is you know the the rejected Doctor Seuss title. It's, it's the like cat in the hat. It's the butter battle book, and it's, it's <laughs> tinfoil hats for cats. It's the why cons- do you put the tinfoil hat on the cat? It's the conspiracy theory version of Doctor Seuss. Ooh, that sounds like a great title for a book about Doctor Seuss as a conspiracy theory. Doctor Seuss predicted I, uh, ISIS. <laughs> as evidenced in the cat in the hat, an allegory for religious uh, uprising. I don't know. I'm making shit up. Yeah. You should probably call it. Yeah. If yeah, no, I can't. I, can, I can't go anywhere with that. So uh, that's that's a wrap. This is episode four seven eight, recorded live on Saturday, September seventeenth, twenty sixteen. God, this is gonna be grumpy old Andy again. <laughs> All right, grumpy old man Andy. What is our random topic? Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What food would you suggest for the Party Gamecast featuring the Party Gamecast, What the Food? So there is a podcast out there called The Party Gamecast featuring The Party Gamecast. And there's a board game called What the Food. No, no. It's part of their show. Part of their show is called What the Food. Okay. So they talk about weird food. Like last episode, they talked about red velvet Oreos and cookie dough Oreos. Okay. And so what food would we recommend to them? Yes. What food would we suggest for The Party Gamecast featuring The Party Gamecast for their What the Food section is what I'm guessing is what this random topic means. I mean, I I did the uh, kettle corn and milk, which follow up. I now have two kernels stuck in my teeth and it is the most annoying thing in the world. (laughs) 
Oh, is it when those were like the kernels, like perfectly curving around your tooth, so you can't even like floss I, it? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I tried to floss it, and just blood. So much blood. There will be blood. Yeah. So what food would I suggest? Hmm. Because I feel like this would be food that you would snack at while you're playing a board game. So it has to be some sort of snack food. So what snack food would I choose? Hmm. I'm going to go with something off the wall. Because I'd be interested to see what, you know, random people, normal people think about it. But caviar. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like the juxtaposition of them playing, you know, some random board game and then have snacking on caviar would be a, a quite a interesting podcast to listen to. And see what, you know, people's reactions are. And then, you know. So what food do I know that's really off the wall that I'd want them... I could give them the, th- the three food challenge. That's not giving them food. That's no. asking them questions about a food. Yes. I want something that's... I made, in the early days of, of being gluten-free, I made a batch of cookies. And I forgot to put in the, the xanthan gum, which is the binder. <laughs> and so the cookie dough was rather liquidy. And in the oven, before it hardened, it actually melted into the cookie sheet. Huh. And then it hardened and it, it became a cookie. And it was it was very brittle. And in fact we termed it because it looked like peanut brittle, cookie brittle. And I think that's what I would offer them. It's not it doesn't crumb very much because it's just like it's a peanut brittle. So peanut brittle is what you're gonna go with. Well cookie brittle. Cookie brittle, yes. Yeah. Could be interesting. And I'd, is I'd that like gonna... to hear their reaction to it. Yeah, no, cookie brittle that doesn't actually sound that bad. Thank you. So I cookie brittle and caviar. Oh Yeah. <laughs> it's that's uh something all right, all right. well that's, i guess that's that's it that's it so that's a wrap this is episode 479 recorded live on saturday september 24th 2016 so random topic yes speaking of grumpiness random topic rolled ahead of time who is worse Rogers Communication or Comcast. For those oh. who don't know, Rogers Communication many times has been said as the Canadian Comcast of Canada. Comcast, yeah. Um, I don't know. Who's worse, Andy? I, I don't know because some of those prices for the um, for Rogers like phone service for like their cell phones, the the cost for data for them is just. Oh, it's bad. It's, oh man, this is a tough one. It's like, how, oof. who is the lesser of two evils? Let's see if there's a Rogers cable, Comcast and Rogers. No, I, oh God, I just, Rogers is, oh. They're both awful. Yes. They, they, they are both awful, awful, awful things. But I think Comcast, I haven't heard of Rogers like writing uh, legislation for Canada. No, that is true. Whereas Comcast like absolutely has written legislation and pushed it through. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for Rogers right now and I don't really see uh, corporate governance Assets and divisions. Like, they're bad, but they I don't think they're actually at Comcast level of evil. Like, there's there's nothing on the Rogers website to say anything bad about Rogers Communications. But if I bet, if I go to Comcast website, or Comcast Wikipedia article, lobbying and electoral fundraising, criticism and controversy, there we go. There Uh-oh. is no joke, an article on Wikipedia, criticism of Comcast. But not of Rogers. No, not of Rogers. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Comcast being the worst one on this one. Yes, I, I feel bad for my Canadian neighbors who have to deal with Rogers because I know it's not good. But we know that because we have Comcast. Yes. <laughs> that's, oh, that's like the one good thing that you can say about Rogers. Well, at least it's not Comcast. Yes, no. It, that's that. Okay, right then and there. That's, the, that's how Rogers or Comcast. We call Rogers the Canadian Comcast. We don't call Comcast, Comcast the, the American, American Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. 
No. So right, right there, we could have answered this in like two seconds. Okay, but we got worse. an answer. <laughs> which is worse, Comcast? Yeah, Comcast or Comcast's Canadian cousin. Comcast or almost like Comcast, but in Canada. Yeah. So at least when they screw you over, they'll say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. This is episode 480, recorded live on Sunday, October 2nd, 2016. So our random topic rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Favorite Nietzsche quote. Uh, favorite what? Nietzsche. Okay. You know, Frederick Nietzsche. Yeah, I, I know who, who Friedrich Nietzsche is. I don't know if I have a favorite Nietzsche quote. Um, Frederick Nietzsche quotes. Here we go. Uh, Nietzsche quotes. Th- that which does not kill us makes us stronger. That was Nietzsche? When you look into the abyss, the abyss looks into you. Without music, life would be a mistake. Ooh, I, this is a one that certainly may contend with my favorite. I didn't. Again, I didn't know it was him. In individuals, insanity is rare, but in groups, parties, nations, and epics, it is a rule. Uh. That may explain the current <laughs> political climate. <laughs> There's a website that's literally daily quotes from Nietzsche. There are no facts, only interpretations. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I, I get it. Like that we, the idea being we can never actually know the fact. Whoever fights monsters should see to it in the process. He does not become a monster. If you gaze in long enough into the abyss, the abyss will gaze back into you. That's a, that's a pretty damning one. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking at quotes here. Love is blind. Friendship closes its eyes. Without music, life would be a mistake. Yep. Didn't they? He do the the quote though. God is dead. Yeah, that, that's probably his most famous. I'm surprised that's not actually on this list here. Well, because he later rescinded it. Oh, God! That 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 monster one though is a good one. If you that, fight monsters long enough, the abyss. Well, it's if you those who fight monsters should take care not to become one. If you stare into the abyss, the abyss will stare into you. Yep. I think I'm going to go with idiocy, or insanity. Not idiocy, insanity. In individuals, insanity is rare. In groups, it is the rule. I'm going to go with in every real man, a child is hidden that wants to play. Aww. All right. Well, with that... I was expecting some more, like, darker, deep, Some of them are pretty dark. Yeah. Right, some of those are are pretty pretty dark. We just picked the lighter side of Nietzsche. Yep. And on that note... On that note, That's a wrap. This is episode 481, recorded live on Sunday, October 9th, 2016. So, so random topic? Yes, sir. Random topic is, rolled ahead of time, would you go to a Justin Bieber concert with your daughter? Uh, a, I, um, so I'm going to go ahead and assume he means Justin Bieber. Yes, no, it, it, right? he like, did... The actual specific wording, and I'm not telling. This is exactly how it was typed to me. Right, it's, Justin it's Beaver, Beaver, right? I saw it. I yeah. saw that it was Beaver, and I'm like, "Oh God, Aaron, don't change." <laughs> Justin Beaver, yes. So if you go and do a Google search for Justin Beaver, you actually come up with two different sets of, of uh, images. One is beavers with Justin Bieber's head, okay, which is absolutely goddamn terrifying, <laughs> and I can never unsee that now. So thank you for that. Uh, the other is uh, a, a man named Julian Beaver who does street art and is sometimes named Justin Beaver. 
Like, he is often referred to as Justin Bieber, even though I think his name is actually Julian Bieber. And he does really, really cool chalk drawings. Like, these are the 3D perspective-based chalk drawings. And it's incredible and wonderful. And absolutely, I would if, if he were to put on some sort of performance, which one might consider to be a concert... Uh, I would absolutely take someone to go see that. Now, according to Wikipedia, there actually was somebody named Justin Beaver as well, who used to be a uh, college football running back for University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. Good for him. So I don't know why he would be doing a concert, since nothing says that he has any sort of musical or artistic skill. Yep. So if I had to attend that concert, I think I would be quite bored. And But would you rather go to that or a Justin Bieber concert? Oh, God, Justin Bieber, all the yelling. So the answer, the, the spirit of the question, if I had a daughter who really wanted to go see a concert of like a teen pop star, regardless of his name, I would probably begrudgingly go. Yes, I w- also would go because I'm her dad. I'm, you know. Right. I want to take care of my, my daughter and yes. I want to encourage her. I might not let her purchase like Bieber paraphernalia. You don't want a big poster of Justin Bieber on her wall? Not particularly. I'd, I'd much rather, like, I don't know what I'd rather, just not Justin Bieber. Yeah. It's a tough question. Yeah, no, no. Maybe, like, it, if, yeah. Ada no, Lovelace on the wall. That might be nice. But. Marie Curie. Uh, what about, um, oh, the former Madam Secretary? The former Madam Secretary, Hillary Clinton? No, the other one. The, the other, other fe- Madam Secretary. Yes. What was her name? Which Madam Secretary? Hold on, let me just Google. I don't know who you're referring about. Oh, there was a show called Madam Secretary, but not that one, because that's what, uh, Taya Leone? No. What was this Madam Secretary famous for? Oh, Madeleine Albright. There we go. Okay. That's what I was trying to think of, the former U.S. Secretary of State, who was the first woman to hold that position. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was thinking for, is the the original Madam Secretary. Okay. And with that... That's a wrap. wrap. This is episode 482, recorded live on Saturday, October 15th, 2016. Random question. Random Random, topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. If you could have an endless supply of any food, what would you get? Endless supply of food, but only one type of food. Any food. Endless supply. Yep. Endless supply of food. Yes. Endless supply of food. What would you get? Endless. Oh, boy. (laughs) Endless supply of food. Yes. I feel like it would have to be something at least good for you. Well, it doesn't say it's the only food you get to eat. True. That is true. It's just that you have, essentially, you have this whenever you want. Yes. You can open a magic box in your kitchen. And just have it. And have food. Steak. Ooh. (laughs) That's easy. Yeah, no, that would be <laughs> endless supply of food. Like something that any day I'm like, you know what? I'd like to go and, and just have some of this. I'd like to be able to open up, uh, I, I guess, my oven and just have a a well cooked steak. <laughs> magic oven, dear magic oven. I'd like a steak now. Yep. Ta-da! I'm trying to debate if it's steak or chicken. Again, you can have you can have whatever else you want whenever you want. That is true. It's just, you know, if I open the thing and there's a steak there, that would be that would be kind of neat. Right. 
I feel like an endless supply of chicken also would be good. Chicken is cheap, though. Well, yeah. So I'm not only pr- approaching this from a, a taste standpoint, but also from a financial standpoint. It's cheaper to just go and buy chicken than it is to go and buy steak. Hmm, steak. Yeah, no, I, I kind of can't argue against that. It's it's meat. Right. And again, it's not you can only eat this. It's not this is the only thing or you have to eat this. It's you just have an endless supply of a type of food. What do you want? Steak? You sure you don't want like her bellies something or other? Oh. Okay. You know what would be good is the uh the Costco Greek pasta salad. I'd love to have that at any time, which I can't though because technically it's seasonal. But that would be a thing, right? It's yeah. you'd have it whenever you want. No, that would actually yeah, no, if that was the case, I could eat that I I probably would and probably could eat that every single day for lunch. Okay. Yeah, no, I could I could easily do that. Steak. Yeah, there's many ways of doing steak, but that one is just, you know. No, I I'm going to go with the pasta salad because, you know, I really would want some of that right now, but I can't. <laughs> yep, pasta salad. All right, that's my answer. Stick right. to it. Not steak, pasta salad. Yep. Okay. All right, that's a wrap. This is episode 483, recorded live on Sunday, October 23rd, 2016. So, random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. All right, Dave, would you rather have two of your car tires on a single vehicle slashed today or four of your car tires slashed three years from today? Do I know that it's going to happen three years from today or is this just like three years from today? It happens. Like, am I given this precognition? Do I get to decide right now? Like, there's a well, dude with a knife. Right saying, now. Either I slash your tires now yes. or I come back and slash four in three years. Because if that's the case, I'd say go slash them now. Really? Yeah. Because I'm going to say, if I get told right now, you have, you know, I'm going to slash two of your car tires now or come back three years from today and slash four of your tires, I'd say come back three years from today and slash four of my car tires. Because you would replace your tires with crappy tires? Could be I could replace them there. Three years of mileage on my tires. Let's see, it's about... Oh, but see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like I'm going to have to replace my tires in the next three years anyway. You see, I just replaced my tires. <laughs> so, that's the difference. Yeah. Now, that said, like, if I, if I have this precognition, if I know this is going to happen, I can set alarms. In the next three years, if I replace my tires, I might just, like, keep the old ones. And then on October 22nd, next, uh, in three years, swap them to be the old tires. Because, okay, so if I get two tires slashed right here and now, I'm sunk. Well, I'd have to load them up into Kate's car, have to take them to someplace, either A, depends on how they slash them. If they slash them in the sidewall, they're a dick. Because <laughs> then that, those can't be replaced. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to be a dick to somebody, slash their tires, but slash it in the sidewall, because that's non-repairable. The sidewall being, like, the side of the tire? Yes. Okay. Where it says, you know, like, Goodyear on the side, or something else like that. Firestone. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, wherever the lettering is on the side, you stab a knife in one of there, and you, you, you jagger it a little bit. They have to replace the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you know, if you stab it where the treads are, um, yeah, that can be repaired. Okay, good to know. Go for the sides. Yes. <laughs> so the other thing that that actually Kate is bringing up, and I agree with it wholeheartedly. I'd actually been thinking about it when we when you first said it. Is I know my financial status now. I know that right now I could soak up the cost of two new tires. I don't know what three years is going to be like. I assume I'll be in just as good, if not a better place. For one thing, I'll get to file my taxes jointly. But yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I'd rather pay that now. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I just got new tires, you know. 
I'm going to have to turn around and get two more new tires three years what from now. Your, what happened to your old ones? Uh, well, I because I had never actually gotten any new tires for the Explorer, so I still had the same tires from when I bought it, uh-huh. and they were uh, wearing out unevenly. Okay. Also, so I, if, someone's, if someone slices your tires, isn't that an insurance claim? I'm not sure, actually. I'd have to look that one up. Like, I feel like that's why I have car insurance, is for problems with my car. Let's see. Progressive. What's covered by roadside assistance? Full coverage. Um, no, I don't want the roadside assistance. I want tire damage. Does progressive cover tire damage? Here we go. Uh, oh, and if it happens on your property, you could also potentially file homeowner's insurance. Also true, yes. Uh, Please note, I am not a lawyer or an insurance agent. I do not know if you actually can or cannot. Because it wouldn't be collision, because your car was not actually in an accident. It would have to be comprehensive coverage. Mm-hmm. So it would depend on if you, it's covered under comprehensive, which I would actually have to look at our insurance quote to find out. Okay. But no, I would, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying, I'm going to say three years from now. All right. I'm going with right now, just two. All right. One of the few times Dave and I disagree. Yep. Okay. And that, as they say, is a wrap. This is episode 484, recorded live on Saturday, October 29th, 2016. Random topic, however. Random topic, however. Definitely will hit. We definitely, yes, must hit that. The random topic rolled ahead of time. Who would you rather be your boss, Magneto or Lex Luthor? Lex Luthor? Magneto. Are you saying that because you believe it or saying that just to be different? Now, seeing how Lex Luthor's prime thing is that he just doesn't like Superman. Like, that's his whole platform. Where LexCorp does a lot of good things, they have a lot of great technologies, but the prime mission of Lex Luthor is to destroy Superman. Magneto just okay. hates everybody. No, no, he hates, he hates humans. Mutants yeah. are okay. Right. So, if, so I, I'm if not I'm a, working for Magneto, I'm good. Not going to die. No, if you're working for Magneto, you're expendable. You're a human. It's, it is actually, a, it's a surprisingly deep question because they have absolutely 100% opposite ideologies. Lex Luthor, yes, would like to destroy Superman. That is his primary goal. But it's because he's convinced about the superiority of humans in general. Whereas Magneto is convinced of the inferior, inferiority of humans and the superiority of mutants. I've, I'm going to actually go with Lex Luthor, not because of who they are, but actual, like, corporate structure. Magneto is just an asshole. He's, he's not a business No, owner. Magneto is not a business guy. He's, I feel he's, like he's just a supervillain. He Luthor Corps is, boss. like, a really successful organization. Yeah, no, Lex Corp is massive. Get stock options. <laughs> I could get health benefits, time, paid vacation. <laughs> like, it's an actual company. I wouldn't die. <laughs> Well, okay, so now, now I feel like I would have to go through the Superman comics, because Superman doesn't really kill anybody, does he? No, but you have to also think of... Uh, yeah, the, only in the, uh, like, Injustice, really weird, like, non-our-universe Superman. Okay. Yeah, but the thing with Superman is the collateral damage that LexCorp usually ends up having to fix. That is true. There is a... <laughs> like, I've seen the Superman movies. There's collateral damage. But, but LexCorp always pays for it. Yeah, LexCorp does help pay for it. I mean, so in a business sense, yes, Lex Luthor How many makes national more landmarks sense. has Magneto destroyed? God, there's and I much. bet you he didn't pay for it. No, no, he doesn't pay for it. He just, he just does his damage and then leaves. Yeah. Normally it's what, the X-Men... I'm trying to think of other times where it's been. Has the X-Men tried to clean up stuff? No. I mean, it's it's always just glossed over. Yeah. They never talk about it. No. I mean, but then that's also kind of asking which universe do you want to live in, the Marvel or the DC? That is true. True. I'm more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan. 
I I agree with that. Like I am much more a Marvel fan, but I'd much rather work for Lex Luthor as part of LexCorp than work for Magneto. I feel like Magneto, you'd be working in some like cave somewhere in like. Well, Magneto. The other part of that is, if you're working for Magneto, you are almost certainly working like for his own personal goals. Yes. If you're working for LexCorp, you can just be like a data entry analysis. Like you, you just do shit. You have a job. Okay, you guys have swayed my vote. I'll go with Lex Luthor. But I still think Magneto would be a viable option, depending... If you're a mutant. I mean, if you're a mutant, that's, like, guaranteed you will survive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, if, if you're a mutant, absolutely, 100% Magneto. And by having hazel eyes, I'm mutant, and you're a mutant for Lex. boom. Wait, how are you a mutant boom. by having hazel eyes? <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's. I don't, I don't <laughs> well, think that I guess, of course, it's a genetic mutation. I'm pretty sure that doesn't count, Jake. <laughs> uh, apples and oranges, guys. I'm left-handed. If there's anybody who's got some weird wiring, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that either of those count, actually. Uh, but no, if, if you Third are nipple, you, nope. <laughs> that's, just, uh, that's just a physical deformity, not a mutation. So you're say, saying that deformities aren't mutations, Dave? Uh, depending on the deformity. H- how would you explain that to the thing? To the, the thing? Mm-hmm. Like the Fantastic Four is the thing? Yeah. That's not a mutation. That was cosmic rays. Of course that's mutation. No, they aren't mutants. It's it's a different... In, even in the Marvel Universe, they are not mutants. I'm going to have to... You know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going oh, to contact Chad and we'll let him... What, what about the Incredible Hulk? Uh, again, not a mutant. How is he not a mutant? I, because Marvel's definition of mutant is really weird. Spider-Man? Not a mutant. Mutants in the Marvel Universe are people who have the X gene. That, that is true, yes. You are correct. So, by, by Marvel's definition of the word mutant. Uh, Chad is also currently at Home Depot right now, according to his Facebook page, so I'm not going to bug him on this. What? At the Home Depot? Yeah, second visit today, according to his Facebook post. Man, he must be... Are you creeping on... Who is this, your, your boss? No, Chad, he's... According to Kate, he's like the... He's somewhat version of me, but he's more comic-intensive. Like, he's currently wearing a brand-new Spider-Man t-shirt. You know what he is currently wearing. That is a little creepy, Andy. He's He's got it on his Facebook page. He posted it. He's like, hey, new Spider-Man t-shirt and working on stuff at home. Win. That was his Facebook post. So I'm like, okay, new Spider-Man t-shirt. Sweet. All right, then. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm going to go with the actual company rather than the, the supervillain. Than the supervillain. I mean, they're both supervillains, yeah. but at least one actually has a legit, <laughs> a legit job. But, but Magneto... He survived, you know, the Holocaust. Yeah? So he's seen some, okay. has some interesting stories. <laughs> that, is, that is true. If you wanted to you know, have, sit down and have a beer with one and of like, the two of them. I guess Lex Luthor is, is essentially Donald Trump. Okay. But I'd still prefer to work for Lex Luthor. He seems like Donald Trump, but like more honorable. <laughs> Like, I, I can't imagine what I know of the character of Lex Luthor. I can't imagine him not paying people for doing work for him. Uh, you're not wrong. No. So, he did run for president, though. He did, didn't he? I remember that. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Um, our food is now pulling up into the driveway right now. So I think we're done. I think we're done. Are, are we done? Are, yes. we, are we seriously done? Yes. Okay. That, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Are you sure? Yes. That's a wrap. That's, that's, the, that's the end. That, that ends the episode. Yeah. Forever. Not forever. That's well, no, it does end the episode forever. The episode is done forever? Yes, this specific episode is done forever. Yes, forever. Yes. I feel like we're in a Spaceballs movie right now. When? <laughs> now. Now, now. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. 
you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.